Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. To get into uh, some spirit and discipline. Um, I have, I'm going to read a little bit out of Jocko's book, but I have a quote that I wanted to uh, mention to you. And uh, I don't have the author of this quote. I apologize. It's, I, it's not that it's unknown. I mean, obviously there's someone out there. I'm, I'm just saying I do not know, uh, but it's a fantastic uh, quote. Um, it says, confidence is not a personality trait. It is a skill that is improved through action. Confidence is the willingness to try, knowing that you may succeed or survive, but you will still try. So at the end of the day, some of the most confident people I know, uh, and what's surprising is in my job, I actually know quite a few people that are not confident. Um, I actually um, see right through people's weaknesses and I see in my business a lot of insecurity because um, insecurity is loud, right? So you get those people that come in and they always have something that they have to say to you or they always have to prove something. They always have to tell you how they do something. They always have to tell you where they come from and what they've been through and you know all the, all the stories, right? That's typically not necessarily strength. That's usually uh, an actual lack of confidence and their their discomfort. And they're just trying to, um, you know, kind of almost make themselves comfortable. Insecurity speaks a lot louder than confidence does. But what I like is it's not a personality trait. So even if you're not born born with this, you can still get it. Even if you were growing up, and this is not the case for me, but your parents didn't believe in you and they didn't speak faith into you, you can still get it. Mine were amazing. Um, Even if you have been abused, you can still get it. It is a skill that is improved through action. So what type of actions are going to build your confidence? For me, again, just for me, the types of actions that build my confidence. Praying, reading the Bible, listening to sermons, 
waking up and exercising every single morning for the first thing that I do, um, keeping my uh, home clean and organized, believe it or not, actually builds confidence in me uh, because it makes me feel strong. It makes me feel like a leader for my daughter. It makes me feel like I'm providing a quality household for my family. Um, and those are things that make me feel confident. Um, listening to uh, my schooling that I, I do a different certification every year, listening to my schooling once a week makes me more confident. Um, going to different doctors and learning from them makes me more confident. Uh, getting a massage once a week, believe it or not, makes me more confident because I know that I'm doing all that I can for my body. Getting vitamin therapy once a week makes me more confident. Seeing my chiropractor makes me more confident. I do these things because I want myself to be in the healthiest, the healthiest version of myself I can be. And when I do that, it truly does make me more confident because I know now I can go through the week. On Tuesday, which is my actual day off, on Sundays I'm off, then on Mondays I spend the whole entire day baking for my bakery, and then on Tuesdays I spend the morning doing some deliveries, and then I go to one chiropractor for adjustments, I go to a more naturopath chiropractor for applied kinesiology, um, and then I also get the vitamin therapy, the vitamin C therapy, and then I end the day with the massage therapist. And on Monday night, I meet with a cranial sacral and lymphatic specialist. It comes to my house every single Monday night. All four of those things give me great confidence to wake up. And on Wednesday, I work from 8 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night without any scheduled breaks. Thursday morning, 8 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night without any scheduled breaks. Friday, eight in the morning until seven o'clock at night without any scheduled breaks and Saturday 10 to five without any scheduled breaks. All of those things I do on Tuesday, I do them every single Tuesday. That builds my confidence and my ability to be able to do what I'm going to do through the week and to do it to the best of my ability. If I don't have the time to do that stuff on Tuesday, even when I go on vacation and I come back home, I schedule my first day at work knowing I will have my Tuesday. I, I, I literally created our vacation schedules based on being able to come back, have that Tuesday before I start into my work week. Because I know that I can confidently go into my work week and work as hard and as strong and as fast uh, and to have the, the clearing in my mind to be able to help people. Now, I also know that reading my Bible, praying and listening to sermons it's going to help me to better help people. It's going to make me more aware of what the Holy Spirit has for me. What's the plan that God has for me for the day? Like, I'm in it with you, Lord. Just show me where I need to go, okay? What do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? I'm building my confidence by doing these things. Listening to my schooling, listening to a podcast, reading a book on something uh, allows me to come in here and feel more confident. But having a clean a closet, having a clean bathroom uh, to where I can see all my clothes, uh, putting my makeup on every single day when I leave the house, making sure my hair is well fixed, making sure I'm well groomed, making sure my child is, making sure my husband is, although sometimes 
he picks outfits that I necessarily wouldn't pick, but I still love them. And, 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 you know, that's just how it is, but try to buy him clothes that will really make him look his best. You know, these are the things that build my confidence when we're all walking around wrinkled and shabby and dirty. And one of us smells, I don't have confidence as a wife and a mother. I just simply don't. And I take, I take it, I take it as a responsibility of mine to make sure that the family looks good. It is important. It's a direct reflection. Just as my house is a direct reflection on me, so should my family be. So these are the ways that I build my confidence. So it is something that uh, you, you, you have to be willing to work at each day. And I also like that it says confidence is the willingness to try. And I guess I've always been uh, someone who just was not ever willing to give up. If I truly felt in my heart that God had led me to do something, I feel like it would be sinful or somehow a disgrace to him if I give up. So I, I usually always take the motto that I'd rather die trying on something uh, than give in to defeat. So the willingness to try. The willingness to just say, I don't feel good today, but I'm going to go ahead and get up and walk on the treadmill anyways. You know, I don't feel like organizing my closet, but I'm going to do it because I know how confident I'm going to feel for the rest of the year because I took the time to do that. I don't feel like I'd rather just watch TV tonight, but instead I'm going to go get my daughter's clothes ready. Um, I'm going to make sure all the stuff that needs to be done for tomorrow is done so that I can wake up tomorrow and have a successful day. But what we're doing is we're putting the other feelings first. We're saying, I'm too tired. We're saying, I don't feel like it. We're saying, I don't have enough time. We're using all those excuses. And those are just excuses. And those excuses will actually end up harming our confidence. So we've got to put ourselves in a position to where we don't rest on those excuses. We don't make exceptions for anything less than the best for ourselves, for our health, for our jobs, for our community, for our church, for our kids, for our, our loved ones. We need to be exceptional in all areas of our life. And I'm telling you, if you are doing that and making that a regular habit, you will be more confident because of it. Now, the page that I'm going to read out of is not out of the code, but it's out of discipline equals freedom. And it is page 22 to 23. And it's destroyer mode. Uh, it's called destroyer mode. Uh, it says, where does the switch come from? The overdrive, the, ber the berserker mode, the full on destroyer that will not stop. I think this is something that is learned and it, it is a hard lesson and not everyone gets it. And it's an important lesson, a critical one. It's the thing that allows you to go the extra distance, to dig a little deeper, to push a little harder, to get after it. And it actually takes two opposing forces to bring it to life. It takes both emotion and logic to reach your maximum potential, to really give everything you have to go beyond your limits because emotion and logic will both reach their limitations. And when one fails, you'll really need to rely on the other one. When it just doesn't make any logical sense to go on, that's when you use your emotion your anger, your frustration, your fear to push further, to push you to say one thing, I don't stop. 
I've definitely said that many times. When your feelings are screaming that you've had enough, when you think you're going to break emotionally, override that emotion with concrete logic and willpower that says one thing, I don't stop. Fight weak emotions with power of logic. Fight the weakness of logic with the power of emotion. And in the balance of those two, you will find the strength and tenacity and the guts to say to yourself, I don't stop. And, you know, obviously we're doing all this in a healthy direction, but what he's trying to say is the excuses are just lies. And that's what he says all the time. At the end of the day, all of your excuses for all the reasons why you cannot be healthy and why you cannot be happy and why you are struggling are just at the end of the day lies. There's a way. There is a way to overcome it. I didn't have enough time. Reorganize your day. Reorganize your priorities. Do not even turn the TV on and get your food made. Get to the store. Have it delivered. Have the grocery store delivered. Do something. I've given you lots of ideas. Telling someone you don't have enough time to eat healthy, it's a bad decision. It's not true. It's a lie. You can go and eat at a place and order from them if you have to. But remember, look at what was in that grilled chicken breast. If you're still not losing weight and you're still having issues, get yourself figured out. Go to Pure Plates. Go to a pre-prepared place. Go to a place where you know you can get something that's made clean. Um, telling yourself over and over again all of your weaknesses and trying to convince yourself to be confident and positive, it's going to be really challenging for you. So even if you don't believe it, affirm something positive about your life every day. You can't talk about how tired you all are all the time and expect to ever feel energized. You can't talk hour to hour about how bad you feel and just expect that magically by four o'clock you're going to feel good. You know, we do have real pain. We do have real issues. We do have real stressors. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to voice them and talk about them all the time. Your, your words have power. They have power for influence. They can influence you to have a worse day. And even worse, they can influence the others around you to have a bad day. Find some form of energy to affirm something better about your life. You are fed. You have shelter. You have work. You have a family that loves you. You know, some of these things may not be true for some of you. Some of them actually you might be lacking in. Let's figure out the ones that you're not, okay? And let's let's list those. Just like that favor uh, declaration I tell you I do every single day. At the end of the day, I'm believing God for favor for my life. And remember I talked to you last week. This is the first month in six years that I'm earning a paycheck, <laughs> I went from making lots of money to zero money from opening this location and and it's paying off. I had to put my time in, but it's paying off. But this is the first one. This is the first paycheck. But you have any idea how many times I didn't think I was going to make it? How many times I thought I'd have to close the doors? How many times I had to believe God for every single dollar that came in? I wouldn't trade any of it because that crawl 
step by step through hell is what generated the the great faith that I have. It's what generated this amazing relationship with Christ that I have right now because I am close to him. I am fully reliant upon him. And now that I get this paycheck, I say to him, what would you have me to do with it, Lord? Okay, because God, it's not about me. It's about you. Who needs it? Where does it need to go? Of course, I'm going to take care of my family and take care of my home and feed my dogs with it. Uh, of course, we're going to go on vacation with it, you know, but what else does he need me to do with it? Who should I serve him through? You know, it, you know, what can I do? Take your life out of your own view for a moment. Get out of your own emotions. Get out of your own flesh for a little while. Quit thinking about what foods you need to be able to be happy and start thinking about what foods your body needs. What does your body need for fuel? And I, I just said this earlier to John, but I said it in a text message, so I don't have it. But I said, what I often tell people is, does the food that you're about to eat serve you? Okay, how does it serve you? Is it going to properly fuel you? Is the food something that you will have control over? Or is it potentially something that could take control over you? And you all know what those foods are, right? You don't have any control over them. Don't eat them. Don't buy them. Don't bring them in your home. Nothing positive is going to come from that. If you can't control what you're having, get it out of your presence. Do not bring it in. I don't care if it's food. I don't care if it's alcohol. I don't care if it's drugs. I don't care what it is. Okay. Even if it's just a habit, get it out. Don't keep doing it. Break that habit. Break that bad habit and set yourself apart. Um, if, if you're in a position to where... Uh, you really, truly struggle with this. Uh, there is a podcast, which I've shared with you guys before. It's by Bishop T.D. Jakes, and it's called Head First. So if you just go out to YouTube and type in Bishop T as in Tom, D as in dog, Jakes, J-A-K-E-S, and you type in Head First. Again, I've, I shared this with you in the very beginning. Um, and it is... It talks about, well, first of all, it comes from a movie and the guy's saying, if I can take it, I can make it. If I can take it, I can make it. And uh, again, he's just in absolute, uh, he's in jail. Uh, he's being tortured uh, and he's trying to affirm something positive in absolute hell. He's saying, if I can take it, I can make it. If I can take it, I can make it. And he's saying it over and over and over again because he's trying to not let his mind uh, convince himself that he's going to die, right? It's a little bit extreme, uh, but some days we have bad days like that where we ha those positive affirmations are what are going to be basically save us at the end of the day. Um, and then uh, Bishop goes on to say, and this is a shorter one, it's like a five-minute one, and it, it spans with music in the background. It's very good. And Bishop goes on to say, the most powerful tool you will ever have to use in your life is your mind and your mind can talk you into being successful your mind can talk you into being health healthy your mind can convince you that you're godly or your mind can convince you that you're a sinner you can use your mind against you or you can use your mind for you and if your mind's not there and you know it's still stuck in a negative pit get out your pen Get out your paper, buy a journal, 
this is a great way. Go get a cute journal, get a manly journal, get a get a leather journal, get one that just you look forward to looking at. And every day affirm something, even if you don't believe it yet. This is the one time where fake it till you make it works. Okay, but really what you're doing is faithing it until you make or until you're making it. Write down, thank you, Lord, for shelter. I am living a life full and rich in God's favor. I am blessed by God. I will lend and not borrow. My health is strong. My body is strong in the Lord. Just start writing down. You have your own affirmations. These would be affirmations I would have. I will bless others. You know, I just, just write it down. You could be in a position where you think you're no good to anybody and you, you think you shouldn't even be around anymore. Write down why you are. Write down why you are good. Write down why you should be around. Write, write it down. Because the enemy is trying to take you out at the knee. He's literally trying to take you out at the knee and he's inside you and your thinking. And you're letting them stay inside there and you're letting it compound. And before you know it, you're getting a bad food and you're eating something for the wrong reasons because you've been telling yourself a story all day long that is just truly false and it's not of God. And so I beg you to do something to affirm something positive in your, in your day every day. And it might take listening to the scriptures it might it's like just wake up and listen to philippians every day just every day just listen to it while you're in the bathtub listen to philippians every day all of a sudden you'll be like yes you're like flexing in the mirror like i can do this day and then go for a month and just listen to romans every single day just romans and you'll be like full of love and then you'll be full of confidence and you'll be full of just like like almost like warrior strength where you're like i can take on life you'll feel like a soldier but then if you if you just listen to proverbs for a whole month like take a month and do it like just keep repeating it over and over again it resonates in you it's like you just you just get it it gets down deep and then just listen to proverbs and then own that wisdom really listen to god i mean be obedient to what the holy spirit's prompting you in your heart you're listening you're hearing it it's trying to tell you it's trying to give you some wisdom and suddenly you're like gosh i shouldn't be doing this i shouldn't be doing that for that person i should be doing this instead i should go there instead of here I need to do this instead of that. All of a sudden, the wisdom just starts to unfold. And then before you know it, you're feeling better every day. You're stronger and you're more excited and you're happier. But the, the beautiful thing about the scriptures is you're on a godly path and you, you're hearing from God every day. Kristen says, James 1.8, a double-minded man is, an un, is unstable in all his ways. Reminder to self exactly that's so good Kristen like even just reading that every day I remember I've told you guys this but on the back of my business cards and you guys probably haven't seen them there's none in here but um it's my little business card because now I have like these recipe cards that are big my little business card on the back 
it says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and there's a story behind that which I've told you guys but I taped it on the the bathroom uh, mirror I taped it in my car and I taped it on the refrigerator because I had to affirm that all the time because I thought I was dying and the fact that I could even walk around my house was a sign to me that I was going to live and I would walk around my house and say I will live and not die. I will live and not die. I will live and not die. Okay. Now I'm going the Bible route with this, but there's other ways you can affirm yourself. Listen to a podcast about fasting. Listen to an area of that that really hits home where it talks about energy in your mitochondria, where it talks about autophagy and that autophagy is self-cleaning and that you can naturally detox your body with fasting. Listen to a segment of that every single day and then set your path and say to yourself, I don't need a bagel today. I need to probably do some intermittent fasting. I need to do some internal housekeeping today. I'm going to fast because it's an appropriate time for you to do it and your body's healthy enough to do it or because you had way too much stuff over the weekend and you got no business doing anything but fasting today so you can get that stuff worked out of your system, whatever the reason. Uh, maybe if it's listening to someone like Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman, maybe listening to someone like um, Dr. Uh, Mercola, uh, maybe Dave Asprey, listen to them on the regular so that you're affirming health, you're affirming a path to health, you know, and if you have to write yourself down, I will feed my body pure foods. I will not bring sugar in my body. I will not create disease with the foods that I bring into my body. Just affirm it. Affirm it every single day. Instead, instead of, I've tried and failed on every diet that there is. I'll never lose this weight. I'll never get rid of diabetes. I'll never get off this blood pressure medication. The devil is under your feet, okay? All of those are declarations, but they're declarations for defeat. And you have the option to take that declaration, completely turn it around and turn it into something completely different that could be absolutely mind-blowingly life-changing for you. I have watched people lose 100 pounds and turn around and gain it back in a shorter amount of time than it took them to lose it because they didn't fix this. They still went home a hundred pounds less and they hated themselves and they hated their life and they didn't think they were good enough and they didn't have anything else but the chase and but the goal. And that's why on my door it says helping you to make this a lifestyle, not just a goal. I like helping people chase goals, but I don't like to be a goal chaser. I like to train you and teach you how to create a balanced lifestyle, make changes that will last you the rest of your life. The spirit component, it is a big part. It's why eat right for your macros doesn't work because there is no macro for spirit and for commitment and for persistence and for discipline. And you can eat all the right carbs and all the right proteins and all the right fats. But if you don't have this part, you always end up falling short and you never really fully reap the benefits that I just know God has for you in this clean eating lifestyle. So I am passionately asking you every day, make a commitment 
to affirm something positive for your life. Build your confidence in action. In action. What are your action steps to build your confidence? We need the confidence. We need that confidence to be a good wife, to be a good husband, to be a good child. We, meet, we need the confidence to be great at work. We need the confidence to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit and truly serve him in all that we do. Guys, sorry I got so fired up. I feel like I'm out of breath from that whole conversation, but whew, it felt good. I hope you guys got something out of it. You know what's funny is whenever I share stuff like that, like it's just as much for me as it is for you. I don't want you to think that I'm all back here like with my 18 different journals and I'm reading it all and I'm perfect. I'm not. I have to wake up and do this every day. It's a commitment. You know, I... I feel like I personally know T.D. Jakes because I've listened to so many messages. Here lately, I've listened to so many Stephen Furtick uh, messages. I feel like I go to his church. Uh, every single night, I listen to Pastor Jeff's messages. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm committed to being the best I can be for the Lord, but I'm not perfect. And I have to work at all of this every single day. I just want you to know. It never goes away. Guys, I pray great blessing on each of you. I pray protection from the virus. I pray that your health is improved in every, in every way with every choice that you're making to be as healthy as possible every day. God, I pray for anyone out there that is struggling with their food. They're struggling with the commitment to prepare it. They're struggling with the control that it has over them and it has over their mind. God, I pray for that control to be released. I pray for the courage that it needs for them to decide, I will walk away from this forever. I will never let a food control me again. I pray for the wisdom that they need to be organized. I pray for the wisdom that they need to be able to make the appropriate choices to truly be able to change their health and therefore change their lives as well as their family's life. God, I trust you and know that you are in control. I pray for a release of favor on each of these people. And God, if anyone is struggling in their finances, I know you are their source. I know you are their provider. God, I know you will get in that situation with them and that you will bless them. Lord, discipline does equal freedom. And I pray, Lord, that they have freedom because of the discipline choices that they decide to make in their food, but in all areas of their life, including their spiritual walk. God bless you all today. I love you all so much. And I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and a, a great holiday. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you all next week. God bless you.
I call the spirit of leadership. And this word spirit here is referring to attitude. A leader has a attitude that makes him or her different from followers. And the lion exhibits that attitude. We have to cultivate the same attitudes that the lion has because the lion apparently has been given the same attitudes that God himself identifies with and he put it in these creatures. It doesn't matter how big you are, how intelligent you are, how many degrees you get. It's your mind that keeps you small. Thicken your skin. Become more of a human being. Don't be afraid of the reflection in the mirror. Because that's all you can be afraid of. Once you overcome the reflection in the mirror, you've done it. If the lion is the king of the jungle, how can he be the king of the jungle? If he's not the biggest, the elephant is probably one of the biggest. He can't be the fastest because that's the cheetah. He can't be the smartest. So he's not the biggest, the fastest, or the smartest. So how does the lion become the king of the jungle? His mentality. That's the only difference of a lion and an elephant. When a lion walks up and sees an elephant, he thinks lunch. An elephant thinks run. And it's all mentality. Because when a male lion walks up, he may be outnumbered by a pack of hyenas, but I'm king of my jungle because of my mentality. Lions are visionary. They see the future. They see what it is to run the jungle. They see who's harmless. They see who can harm. They see who's playing games. That lion, that gazelle, that gazelle wants to live another day. And that lion wants to eat so he can live another day. And let me tell you who's going to win that battle. The one who cares the most. Because that lion knows if I give all my energy at this gazelle, and if I miss the gazelle, if I don't catch the gazelle, I've exerted all this energy, and I don't get to eat. i got to wait for another day to eat. I'm in trouble because I'm going to have the same strength tomorrow. I'm going to have the same focus tomorrow. I'm going to have the same drive tomorrow. I'm going to have the same energy tomorrow. So I've got to care enough when I see this opportunity. I see that gazelle coming by. I've got to get it. The lion and the gazelle. The one who's going to win is the one who cares the most. Every day in Africa, in the safari, a lion wakes up. Every single day in the safari, a lion wakes up. Right? And, and every single day in the safari, a gazelle wakes up. It says that if you wake up and you're a gazelle, you realize if you're going to survive as a gazelle, if you're going to survive, you must outrun the slowest gazelle. In your mind, you're thinking you gotta outrun the fastest lion. That's not the truth. You just gotta stay ahead of the slow gazelle. That's it. Every single day when you wake up, whatever it is that you do professionally, you better make sure you're not in the back of the pack.